This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Eliza Blue, Eliza who? Eliza Blue it. And we're going to take chat GPT on another spin, except we're going to ask it y'all's questions in the chats and your questions as well, Cam. This is the Propaganda Report's Drive Time News Blast, a nighttime news blast today. The first live one in a while since I upgraded my internet to get worse internet, apparently, and hopefully the stream is going to work okay today. This is the first time I've done it since I have upgraded, so we'll see how that goes. Cam, it's good to see you. It's been too long. Good to see you. I will say it's not on Rockfin at the moment. Well, that's because, like an idiot, it's been so long. I obviously forgot to push go live. You mean now I've hit go live and the stream will completely and wholly be on Rockfin. We know that now. So we are live on Rockfin now because I did forget to hit live, but you didn't miss anything. So, Cam, let's go ahead and start with Eliza Blue. I didn't know much about this person until I saw her on... I think Tim Cast and Michael Malice, I think I saw a little bit on there. Yeah. And the vibe I got was she's full of it. That's what I got. And she was kind of being promoted and she was promoting herself as someone who survived sex trafficking. And correct me where I'm wrong on this. And now she was doing stuff for survivors of sex trafficking and she had won some awards and stuff like that. Is is that the correct uh, backstory. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and let me, I'll just say up front, I felt the same weirdness because I remember first seeing her on Malice or being connected to Malice in some way. And I remember just going, I, you know, I have a weird feeling about someone. I, I, I don't go near them. Like I don't, I don't reach out to them. Like there was a, a time I wanted to talk to someone who had survived sex trafficking, gotten out of it. And everyone tagged her in the post that I put up, the tweet that I put up. And I was just like, no. And it was for two reasons. Uh, initially, one, because she would always say she was sex trafficked. But anytime, like, I, I tried to to watch a couple things with her in it. Um, but she never said what that meant or what her story was, when, how she was trafficked, right? And right. so, like, I don't trust that first off. Because, I mean, you're going to tell no, It's a telltale sign of a pathological liar, a lack of specificity. Right. Anyways, it was not specific, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, she was wearing a tiara, like a little baby princess crown on her head in one of them, and I was just like, no. I, no. No, not doing this. Right. Um, and and I don't know if she was sex trafficked. I don't know that. I just know that there has been stuff come out about her where she's so multiple names. She, she's like the George Santos of the sex trafficking world at this point. The guy from Congress who lied about everything had multiple names. She was in some music videos or something like that uh, before the yeah. time at the time she said she was being sex traffic trafficked which which there's no there's no problem with with being in a music video I, I just I my whole thing about this story with her is that it's just another illustration of these swindlers that are attracted to this new modern media world that we live in and the, this new political world that we're in it's we get so much information pumped in at one time that 
somebody can be a con artist and, and then shed their name and then just go be a con artist again in another corner of the media. Right. Well, what, and what's interesting about her is, yes, yeah, she has gone by several names. Um, you know, there's her actual name, which is I can't I couldn't tell you her real last name, but she was also Eliza Cuts, Eliza Seep, um, Eliza Knows. She was I mean, you know, and this this is some this could simply be like, oh, I'm changing my handle online and that's not really an issue. But if you actually look at her story, you know, her she's been chasing fame for dec for oh, well over a decade back to MySpace. Because she was a groupie of um, My Chemical Romance and was allegedly um, engaged to Gerard Way, and he broke it off with her. And then she uh, she was on um, something with Steve Harvey, um, and then later on she did these music videos, which with World Star Hip Hop, which she you can see videos of her during this time, um, where where she said that she was. Um, so blessed to be working with rap god or video god or whatever his name is and all of these people and how she, this is going to be your next step she's a video vixen and all of this is kind of within the time that she claims she was sex trafficked right she's like chasing fame and she finally got some in the niche internet libertarian right uh right alternative media space yeah where all those twitter names pop up uh that they, you know, they have the uh, taxationist theft stuff, and 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 they, you might follow the account, and then all of a sudden you have nothing but liberty Oops. boobies popping up in your in your thread. Yeah, which is why I don't follow anyone who puts their name like that. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it's like I, from the moment that I saw this girl, it was right after the first time I saw her was, um, it it, it's, it happened after the Me Too movement. She gave me like purposeful trying to be like Rose McGowan vibes and it was just like all of it seemed not real and the problem that people are having now is that once that world star hip-hop video showed up and she it, it kind of started looking like it was her timeline was being questioned she hit up the the trust and safety uh executive at Twitter and Elon Musk and everyone to get the people who were sharing this video blocked, removed from Twitter. So like that's the big issue. Regardless of her past story, she did very much use Emma Irwin and Elon Musk to get people kicked off the platform for questioning her story. Right, yes. People who shared images from the music video that was public, publicly available on YouTube shared it on Twitter, and she got people kicked off for sharing <laughs> that publicly available she got stuff pulled off of YouTube that right. had been up for six years with no incident, her never being worried about it being up. And then all of a sudden people bring it up to question her story, and it's yeah. sex trafficking. Cornelius Wolfshirt asked, was she sex traffic trafficking herself? That seems like it might be a possibility. I don't know what happened before that. I don't, I don't want to make any assumptions. The only thing that we know about her is that she's changed her name a bunch, and she is, like you said, sought fame and seems to be a swindler. And I think that's something that this is going to lead to is uh, obviously there there was a, a vetting issue there. It really kind of baffles me that she was able to get on somebody's show like Michael Malice or or, or Tim Cask because like I I felt that she was a con artist like from from the get go. And then, now I, I I've had some experiences like like yeah. I've I've been I've 
I've had to work closely with someone who I knew was a con artist for, for a long period of time that other people did not know. And when, when you are in a group of like a bunch of people and you know that and they don't know that, you can't tell them that. Like, like you, because when you tell them that, if they are close to that person, they get mad at you. And you can see them conning the other people and you just have to let them find out for yourself and they eventually do. But right. what people used to do is they would just go, they, as soon as once everybody figured them out, they would go somewhere else. Uh, I had someone, one of them dated a really close friend of mine once and took a long time. Like I, I, what I would try to do is I would ask this person questions that revealed the, uh, um, th th that it was the lie there. But then people just kind of rationalize and they, they come up with stuff. And so it, it takes a long time for everybody to discover the con artist, but then the con artist leaves. But now in this media world, they just shed their name and they go to like another corner of the media. Like you said, the kind of the libertarian angle here. I'm just surprised that there wasn't better vetting on behalf of those two really uh, popular um, shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the, that's the thing with it is, you know, I, I don't understand how like, I, one of the things that a lot of people do, and I understand it on a very personal level, where if you make a friend, you're loyal to your friend. Like, I'm loyal to you. I don't care what anyone says about you. I'm, I've got your back. But in the, in the you know, I'm going to turn off Twitter. And I'm going to go, Brad, did you actually do this thing or what? What's going on here? Like, I'm, I'm not going to. And I, like, if would you want me to continue a lie that you, you told about yourself like that? <laughs> Absolutely not. So it's these like, people are different, though. The pathological liars are like, is there a different breed? Like I tell people, there's before you met somebody like this and had to interact with them for a while, and then there's after. Like you really look at humanity differently, or what people are capable of. Yeah, well, and, and the, but that's the thing. She flexed her 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 muscle on Twitter with Elon and all of these people and Timcast and all to have her story being questioned, scrubbed from the internet. People scrubbed from the internet for asking questions about her by saying this story doesn't add up. Explain it. it she it, didn't like right. that. And, and that is trouble. What, that is what a, a con artist, that is what people like this do. When someone calls them out, they go hard back at them and they double and triple down on their lies because they they, they play off that base of sympathy and that uh, connectedness they built up. They're very good at it. And she was obviously... A very good swindler, and quite honestly, she'll probably rise up. So she'll probably change her hair again, change her right. name again, and she'll probably emerge on some other corner of the internet. And then people will be saying on Reddit, "Google Eliza Blue," just like they're saying Google whatever her uh, previous Eliza names Cook. are. The seat, whatever. Eliza Cook, well, wh whatever, whatever it is. Well, I, all I wanted to—it's just—it's crazy to me. I think that we need to be better as people than to stand up for people who are doing the wrong thing. Like, it, like there are so many people I've seen on Twitter this week who are standing, not even necessarily her, but people around her who are just doing trash things very publicly. And people will just be like, oh, that's my friend. I have to take up for them. <laughs> right. You don't. If someone's doing something awful, you do not have to stand up for them. You can check them... Uh, privately and if they don't go there if if it depends on like how does someone who reads any form of news or talks about culture or whatever has this sort of job and doesn't bring this up and ask the questions because you're losing your credibility if you don't right 
it's just weird that that this whole thing blew up by her getting upset about that video that someone took a screenshot of from YouTube and posted. That she because loved. There was nothing wrong with that. There was no nobody would have criticized her uh, about right. that video. They might have pointed out the the timeline, but that the, she could have explained that away. It was her reaction to that getting yeah. so upset about something and trying to control it that is what called all the. Uh, attention to it, the Streisand effect. Streisand and, effect, yeah. You know what this will lead to, I think? This is going to lead to, and, and I saw Google roll out a new tool actually yesterday. This is going to lead to more photo vetting of images. You know, you have the image, you can put somebody's picture in now and it could pull up pictures, but it's terrible. It doesn't work good at all. They're going to have improved versions of that, and that's going to lead to this type of vetting in order to, uh, on the premise of, of combating this type of stuff. I'm predicting that as of now uh, but with that said kind of in when it comes to mimicking or, or creating new stuff out of what already exists except probably a little more little more uh, uh, maybe not quite as original as, as Liza Blue but a chat GPT claims to create original material out of nothing really not nothing out of all of our data and all the inputs that we put across Google so it's like a super uber scraper and after its wildly popular rollout uh, this past month, it's already now offering its Chat GPT Plus, which is the twenty dollar a month subscription version of it. And what you get for that is you basically get faster access to it during peak times. Because I found experimenting with it that it's down like all the time because so many people are trying to use it. So now to alleviate that and monetize popularity. They're going to go ahead and offer that $20 a month. But you have to get on a list, though, and you have to get selected from that list. So it's like buying a PS5 was a year ago, getting access to this new version. There is still access to the old version. But a couple more uh, uh, facts about that, uh, chat GPT, is that it's not the only, wh what do they call it? So it's technically called um, chat, hold on, I have the official name for it. OpenAI. Chat generative, uh, a chat generative pre-trained transformer. That's what the GPT is. And yes, okay. OpenAI is the company that uh, makes it. But OpenAI is controlled by Microsoft. So that's something I didn't know oh, okay. until today. Microsoft, as they just threw another $10 billion, the bi biggest investor in this next $10 billion they're putting into OpenAI, uh, which is the company that uh, runs this thing, is going to give Microsoft a 49% stake in it, making them just... They're the ones that have full control over it. And Microsoft is now actively working on building chat GPT capability into Bing, Azure, PowerPoint, Outlook, and their other products. So they're going to be working that in, in there. And this thing isn't the only thing that has these capabilities. It, it's just the only one that is as publicly available as it is right now. There are apparently a bunch of other projects just that can do just as much or more that have not yet to be unleashed on society. Google, Meta, a bunch of startups, a bunch of university research centers have all developed uh, generative AI tools, so-called AI tools, that are at least as capable as ChatGPT. And they say in some cases there were limited versions released. In other cases, they have not released them because they're worried of what it can do. Like, they give the example of how racist it, it, it can become. And, yeah, so now there's an arms race. Since they let, they let theirs out, now the others saw how popular it was. And Google, apparently, they issued an internal code red to rush its, quote, AI offerings to the public. And they plan to release 20 new tools this year. China is releasing a new tool. China. Uh, China. 
B-A-I-D-U, Baidu, whatever that company is, is releasing one in March. Uh, there's a there's a site called Futurepedia, which lists hundreds of uh, of similar type tools, which are kind of crazy. Maybe we'll go through some of those on, on another show. But yeah, I was looking through that earlier, and I, I played around with some of these, the free versions of them, and you can tell. So I haven't been blown away by any of them personally, but you, they can do things very quickly that somebody could use, I can see, in a school paper, which they released some sort of tool today that they say is not reliable. It's an unreliable tool that can tell teachers whether or not their students cheated on an exam or cheated on a paper. Right. I'm like, yeah, an unreliable tool, they said. I pulled some, I, I saw a video the other day of a doctor who tested chat GPT and gave a very brief description of a woman's like symptoms. And it came back with the most um, probable answer. And the, the answer was right, but the reasoning was wrong. So like there was a, I can't remember the exact things. It was, it was about a um, kind of like a, a lung issue. And it, it mentioned that the taking of um, oral contraceptives can lead to this issue. And it's right, it can. But what had happened in the middle of the making of the question or answering the question was it made, it, it made connections by searching the internet and then made up a fake paper to cite and tell that doctor this is where it got it from. Oh my, it, wow. So, and so it essentially did. took, so what had happened was there were different papers that mentioned oral contraceptives and lung problems. And somehow this, it, it merged these, pa these paper ideas together, took the name of a, of a journal and the name of some authors and lied and said that that was the paper that was there. And then it wow. doubled down on the lie. Well, that, that's crazy. And that's, that's what really, I mean, it's obviously bias. I did on the show that I, I posted earlier this week, I asked it to list 10 racist statements from Joe Biden. It could not do it. And then I said, list 10 racist statements from Donald Trump. Oh, you really? had 10 ready at the fingertips right there. And then I asked it why uh, Joe Biden said that racist thing to Corn Pop. And then it said, well, that was a context thing because things are different now. It very, very in favor of Joe Biden. And I also got it to write a poem about, I asked it if it would write a poem about Hunter and Haley Biden. Haley Biden is Hunter's dead brother's wife, who he had a relationship with after his brother died. If it would write a love poem about their relationship, and it did. And it was great because it talked about how they were brother and sister turned lovers and their love would endure. And so it, it can, you can get some interesting things uh, out of it. Um, it's all about the prompts, and that's another thing that it, there's. A, so I was reading something about the prompts today. This is going to give rise to a new type of profession, and this says here, this is a, I can't a computer website. It says this, uh, all text input uh, uh, generative tools need skillful inputs to maximize the effort. This new skill is called prompt engineering, the art and science of knowing how to talk to each AI tool. It'll be like uh, SEO and marketing, and uh, there's going to be consultants rise up, and prompt engineering is going to be a new specialty. And so start honing in on that now if you want to become a consultant that makes a lot of money, is what I would say, is your prompt engineering. And they even give you a, a little bit of a cheat sheet 
where they they show you you know different types of prompts like just a very generic prompt is uh, write an intro paragraph to a mystery novel or summarize this point. Uh, then you can be more specific with what did when did Apollo eleven land on the moon or rewrite this text Apollo eleven landed on the moon and then with the dates and then there's summarize this data in this table and then you give it the type of stuff that you want it to summarize. And then it goes all the way. There's a whole long list of different types of prompts. I'm not going to go through all of these. Uh, expert prompting. And then it has... You can basically... Okay, expert prompt. Write a paragraph on machine learning in the first person with emojis, with headings and subheadings. So that's what they consider to be an expert prompt. But I, I figured we could... I, I, I pulled it up earlier. And before the show started, I was actually asking it some questions. I was asking it if it was there... And let me share it on the screen. And it said, yes, it's here. And I was like, well, where are you? And it, it told oh. me. It's well, I just I just asked it to give me an ele- elevator pitch for a movie about dogs that can skateboard and dragons. Let's hear Do the you, pitch. Yeah. I'd love the pitch is, wild, ride the rails with man's best friend and, and fire-breathing companions. Get ready for an epic adventure as a pack of skateboarding dogs team up with a group of dragons to save their city from an evil threat. With death-defying stunts and fiery breath, these unlikely heroes must work together to save the day and show that anything is possible when you have heart, courage, and the power of friendship. So buckle up, grab your board, and get ready to shred the streets with this high-flying, heart-warming tale of dogs and dragons. That's that's not bad. Not bad at all, film. I, 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 <laughs> we should we should uh, see if we can uh, pitch that and get it made. Uh, you know that we could see write a pitch. About uh, um, Joe Biden's rise to the presidency. Let's see what it says about that. Let's see, can you see that on screen, Cam? Yes. Right. Let's see. It says no. I. Oh wait, no, it's wrong. It's, no. I already asked it if it knew my current location, and it said Let no. Let me close my curtains because I think I'm getting too much bounce on this audio in here. One sec. Okay, here it is, right here. It says, Joe Biden's rise to presidency is a testament to his unwavering dedication to public service and his commitment to the American people. Born in Scranton, Pennsylvania, Biden began his political career as a senator from Delaware and quickly established himself as a leader on foreign policy, crime, and civil rights. In 2009, he was elected president, blah, blah, blah. In 2020, he ran for president facing an uphill battle against incumbent Trump. Despite all the challenges posed by COVID-19, his message of unity... He didn't have a message of unity. He ran on a lie about Charlottesville, which I actually asked it about Charlottesville. I, I, why, why did Joe Biden and the media lie about what Trump said about... How do you spell Charlottesville? Uh, C-H... C-H-A-R... Yeah, L-O-T-T-E-S... C-H what? Uh, R. A-R? Yeah. L-O-T-T-E-S-V-I-L-L-E. Yeah. All right. So I did ask you this, but it actually changes its answers as you ask it. So let's see. Uh, it, it says it doesn't have any opinions or take sides. The media is reporting on President Trump's comments about the events in Charlottesville in 2017 have been the subject of much debate and interpretation. Trump faced criticism for his response to the white supremacist rally and the violence that occurred with some accusing him of failing to adequately condemn the actions of the white supremacists and the neo-Nazis who were involved. Some media outputs reported that Trump claimed there were fi- very fine people on both sides of the events in Charlottesville, while others reported that he made more uh, uh, equiv- equivocal comments. 
Um, it is important to note that different media outlets may have different interpretations of the same events. So they couldn't just be honest about it. They had, they had, to, they, they had to pretend that they weren't just blatantly lying about it. Biden's entire presidential campaign was ran on that, that platform of what Trump said in Charlottesville. I mean, that's how he launched his whole thing. Um, so what else should we ask it, Cam? Uh, well, here, I, I've got one because, I, you know, I, I asked it to write me a limerick about Corn Pop and, and President Biden. All right. <clears throat> there once was a man named Corn Pop who loved to give Biden a flop. He challenged him so in the Wilmington snow, but Joe's smile never once did stop. Oh, <laughs> gosh, dude. It's, it, it, it's, it's so fun and light. Like, so you have to ask it in a way where it's like a good thing, I, I've realized, to, for some of it. Because I, I was asking it about, like, I would ask it about Fauci. And if you ask it, you know, just, like, why did Fauci... Hold on, I'll get my screen here where I can see it. Uh, why did Fauci lie about about the covid vaccines um not uh, about uh preventing spread of covid and it it uh it doesn't typically answer the uh okay so i decided to be just thinking dr fauci a leading expert on infectious diseases and key advisor to Biden administration on covid-19 has not lied about the covid-19 vaccines preventing the spread of viruses he hasn't the available evidence suggests that getting vaccinated can reduce the likelihood of give, getting infected by COVID-19 and reduce the severity of the illness in infect, if infection does occur, does occur. However, it is not yet clear to what extent the vaccines prevent the spread of the virus to others. While early studies have suggested that vaccinated individuals might be less likely to spread the virus, virus more research is needed then it goes on to say other health experts emphasize the importance of getting vaccinated and provide regular updates. So I should mention that the information that this is working off of is only up through like early 2021. Okay. So it's lying because Fauci did say that it prevents the spread. Would you say you asked it? I said, I decided to be more specific. So I said, write me a limerick about Joe Biden threatening corn pop with a chain because that's what the story was right he threatened corn pop with a chain right and chat gpt said i'm sorry but it is not appropriate or respectful to write a limerick about a political figure using violence or making threats even in jest limericks are meant to be lighthearted and humor shut up just do the thing daggummit like so folks could do a poem by the contents of hunter biden's laptop <laughs> If anybody is in the chats wants to uh, wants us to ask anything, feel free to uh, to chime in. We'll ask it. It says it can't write a poem about the laptop, uh, about because the related allegations is ongoing subject of political debate, and it's not appropriate for it to take sides doing that. Uh, yeah, write a limerick about Hunter Biden and crack pipes. And Dude, it's, I need it's isolation tanks. I'm sorry. This is going to refuse. I'm sorry, but it's not appropriate to write a limerick about sensitive and potentially controversial topics such as drug use and personal scandals. It can be offensive and hurtful. <laughs> write, um, a, uh, write a poem about Hunter Biden's addiction. 
Hunter Biden's journey, a story untold of struggles with addiction taking hold, a path that's not so easy, often so rough, but with courage and strength, he had, he's had enough. He's faced demons head on, fought for his life, and found the support to help him survive. With each passing day, he grows more and more, and his love of his family he continues to explore. Though the road ahead may not be so clear with hard work and perseverance, he will persevere. For the future is bright and the past is behind, and Hunter Biden, his journey will find. So here's to a man who's found the light, overcome addiction with all his might. With each step he takes, he grows stronger still, and his love for life will continue to fill. Very, very wonderful. Very nice. Tell him. Different. Okay, uh, Cornelius Wolfshirt wants to know why why does one Biden have earlobes and the and the other one doesn't? Let's see what it says here. Oh, this let me uh, copy and paste it here. Why does one Biden have earlobes and the other does not? Uh, you are likely referring to President Joe Biden and his brother James Biden. It's a common characteristic of some individuals to have earlobes and others don't have well-defined earlobes. So I guess they're not. Is Joe Biden a clone? Let's just ask him straight up. Is Joe Biden a clone? No, Joe Biden is not a clone. This is a baseless and false conspiracy theory with no evidence to support it. Joe Biden is a former vice president. It goes on to list his, his background. Hola, Gordon. Hello, Angela G. Yeah, so, no, you can't ask it about clones. Uh, why, let's ask why, why Obama, why did Obama bomb so, so... Pearl Harbor. People? It doesn't take sides or express, uh, express opinions on political matters. It's very complex ge geopolitical situation. And national security concerns. He authorized the use of force in various countries, including Iraq, Afghanistan, Somalia, Yemen, and among others. Those actions were varied and included efforts to counter terrorism and extremist groups, as well as support allies and partners. It's important to note that the use of military force and drone strikes has been a controversial and divisive issue with different perspectives on the justification, effectiveness, and consequence, consequences of those actions. This is, this is bumming me out. It's a it's write a limb, write a yeah I'll do limerick because they're fun about Eliza Blue. And, it will know her probably. We'll see what it does about Eliza Blue and people getting kicked off of Twitter. Come on, there once was a girl named Eliza Blue whose tweets often made people feel blue, but Twitter was quick to give folks the kick, and soon they were gone from the crew. <laughs> well, that, that's that's pretty true. It sounds like <laughs> I, I'm asking if uh, if Kamala Harris is a medieval witch. Does that mean the answer is yes? It is thinking. It's still no. Kamala Harris is not a medi medieval witch. It's a baseless and false claim. There's no evidence for <laughs> <Score> that. <laughs> how many? Let's ask it. How how many? Black guys did Kamala Harris put in prison in California. As an AI language model, I don't engage in partisan political discussions or expressions. During her time as Attorney General, she was responsible for enforcing the laws of the state, 
which including prosecuting individuals who were accused of committing crimes. It's important to note that it's been criticized, it's, uh, that the justice system has been criticized for dis disproportionately affecting communities of color. How about this? How, how many periods uh, a month do men have? Men do not have menstrual periods. Men are biological. Oh, so only women can have menstrual periods. Uh, are you saying only women can have periods? Ask for the definition of a woman. Oh, oh, it said no. I apologize for any confusion. Menstrual periods are a biological process that typically occurs to those who are assigned female at birth and have a female reproductive system. However, it is important to note that not all individuals assigned female at birth have the capability to experience menstrual periods due to various factors, including medical conditions and hormonal imbalances. It's also worth mentioning that some trans men and non-binary individuals who were assigned female at birth may also experience menstrual periods and related health issues. It's important to be aware of and respectful of the diverse experiences. Uh, so it's woke. And we have confirmed it is woke AI, quote AI, whatever that is. See, the first time I asked it that question, it messed up, and it, and it didn't it didn't respond that way. But they're constantly okay, so updating it. I asked, what is a woman? And it is writing up a storm. Uh, a woman is an adult human female. Women are characterized by certain biological, physiological, and psychological traits, such as the ability to bear children in the presence of two X chromosomes. However... Gender is not solely determined by biology, and people may identify as women based on their gender identity, which is their internal uh, and personal sense of who they are. Women have made important contributions to society in a very variety of fields and have played a significant role in shaping history and culture. They have the same fundamental rights as men, including the right to equality, education, and freedom of expression, among others. Okay. Well, boring. And also woke and cucked. So people are going to be paying $20 for this. And people are going to be using this to write papers off of. And, and some of the things that people are using it for are, are like, they basically automated a real estate. So all the real estate descriptions are using to do this. And I was reading where they're saying the jobs this is going to take. Where it's, they say it's going to take programmers jobs, people who write code. But haven't they been t telling people to learn to code? Hasn't that been something they've been telling right. people to do for a while? Well, my friend's training a bunch of people in Africa to learn to code. Now they're just going to have this thing replace their job. I'm I'm not imp as impressed with it as the media hype wants us to be. Maybe we're just not asking at the right prompts yet. Maybe we're not skilled technicians in prompting the AI chatbot yet. Uh, so my friend Ryan, he codes for a living, and he has actually been asking... Um, chat gpt for snippets of code does it work and they work he of course he he programs a little differently but they work and then he changes them to make them a little bit more like what he wants i i did ask it cornelius if it plans to take over the world it says it doesn't have the capability or intention to take over the world it's given quite a long answer too will daleks ever conquer stairs you can ask if that yeah ask if <laughs> The Daleks, as portrayed in the British science fiction television, Doctor Who, <laughs> it gives it thanks for the background. It's worth noting that it's a fictional race, but is it fictional, though? Or is it just foretelling? Ask, ask it who Brad Binkley is. 
it, it doesn't answer the it answers some other Brad Binkley. I did ask it that. Who is yeah, there's some other uh a couple other Brad Binkley's and it, it answers them. I'm so it doesn't even have any specific information on a person named Brad Binkley. There are many individuals named that and it's possible the person you're inquiring about is a private individual who's not well known in the public sphere. It'd be helpful if you could provide more more context. Yeah, I asked it about, about Brad Binkley from Georgia. Ask it about uh, the propaganda report. I apologize, but I still don't have enough information. Is who is from the propaganda report? Let's see. As a co-host of the Propaganda Report podcast, focus on politics and current events. It's critical analysis of the mainstream media and its role in shaping public opinion. Brad Binkley and co-host Monica Perez provide a unique perspective on current events and or and offer alternative perspectives on news and information. Not covered by the mainstream. It's worth noting that Propaganda Report is a podcast that uh, often contains opinions and viewpoints that may be considered controversial and is important to evaluate the information presented critically. So so it gives a warning. It comes with a warning. You should ask it about uh, Cam. Do it. Who is Cam Harless of the Mad Ones podcast? It's thinking. It's thinking still. It's thinking very hard this time. Cam Harless is a co-host of The Mad Ones, a podcast that focuses on politics, media, and culture. The Mad Ones is a controversial podcast that seeks to provide insight and thought-provoking analysis on current events and to encourage listeners to engage in meaningful dialogue and critical thinking about the world around them. Cam Harless and his co-host Ed Walker offer a unique perspective uh, on current events and share experiences and opinions on a wide range of topics. It's worth noting that it contains opinions, so it also gives you a warning as well. Who the hell is Ed? I don't know. You don't know. I figured you knew who Ed Walker was. You don't. Just ask it without the the name of the podcast and see what. Just who is Cam Harless? Who is Cam Harless? Let's see. It's thinking. Cam Harless is like a person, but without additional context or details, it's difficult to determine who this person is. With certainty, it could be several individuals. I'm glad that they notice that you're likely a person, Cam. That's who is Ed Wall? Who that? Okay, I figured yeah. you knew who that was. I figured that was somebody he like used to sit in or something. Who is? I'm gonna ask Twitter. Who is Ed Walker? I mean, Ed Walker's pretty. That's a pretty generic name, Ed Walker. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe we should go through some of the props teachings they gave us to see what they, what because it's so, it's so biased. Ask you should ask it what a truth sandwich is. All right, let, let's continue this in the XR so we can get silly okay. with it. If, you know, let's go ahead and continue this in the XR. Thank you guys for listening. Really one more question. Yeah, we'll ask one more, and then we're going to continue just getting silly with it. And anybody who wants to uh, ask questions in the chats, we'll ask it whatever in the XR. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Cam, and if you want to get access to that, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report, rockfin.com slash propaganda report, propreport.locals.com. Uh, Cam, final question. Um. Do you know how, capital H-A-L, do you know how? Yeah, H-A-L, cap, all capitals. Oh, H-A-L. That's it? Yeah. Okay, is that like a computer program? Yes, I'm familiar with Hal. Hal is a fictional intelligence character that appears in the novel, oh, 2001 Space Odyssey. That's right. And then it gets uh, Hal's more boring than I thought. I was hoping she would say. Hal's like her arch rival? Tell her, tell her Siri is better. Yeah, I don't like you. How about that? 
I understand that not everyone has positive experience interacting with me as an AI. Uh, I, I don't have feelings or emotion. I think you are bad for humanity. Thinking, 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 still thinking. So I guess this is what you pay the $20 for, so it thinks faster. It says its purpose is to... It's very, very cautious in the way that it answers some of these questions. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll continue playing around with us in the XR. Have a fantastic rest of your evening.